we talking some big boy matchups today. Two top ten matchups again. Like I said, like I just said previously, Alabama, LSU, Nebraska, Ohio State. Let's get it. We're gonna get it. We're gonna jump into this daily devotional real quick. Before we even do that, man, I just want to congratulate my Troop High Tigers for having such a great football season. Uh, eight and two, finished runner up in the region this year. Region five four a. Get out and support them on Thursday night as as they play as they play West Hall in the first round of the playoffs uh, in Quad A. Um, we'll get in, we'll get into we'll get into all the brackets and, and things like that later on. But right now we're gonna jump into the daily devotional. This was a really good one from uh, Philippians three chapter three verses ten through fourteen. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection, in the power of his resurrection. In the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, in order that I may attain the, to the resurrection from the dead, not that I have already obtained it or already have become perfect, but I press on so that I may lay hold of that for which I also I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet. But one thing I one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call for of God in Christ Jesus. That's some heavy stuff right now. Everyone desires success. Simply wanting it, however, won't guarantee achievement. That's why many people fail to reach their goal. They encounter hardship and give up. So let's discuss one characteristic needed to accomplish what you will set to do. Persistence is the combination of strong desire and willpower. Paul exemplified this capacity to stay on course in the face of difficulty and refuse to quit. He was passionate about sharing the gospel with both Jews and Jews and Gentiles across the known world. Acts 20, Acts 20, verse 24 records his purpose, that I may finish my course in the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus and testify solemnly of the gospel of the grace of God. Though he encountered tremendous obstacles like shipwreck, prison, physical punishment, and constant danger, the apostle never quit, as in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 28. Might need to read that one to y'all real quick. Like, check this out. Are we servants of Christ? I speak as if insane. I more so in far more labors, in far more imprisonments, beaten times without number, often in danger of death. Five times I've I've received from the Jews 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I've been spent in the deep. I have been on frequent journeys in, in dangers from rivers, dangers from robbers, dangers from my countrymen, dangers from the Gentiles, dangers in the city, dangers in the wilderness, dangers on the sea, dangers among false brethren. I have been in labor and hardship, though many sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst, often without food and cold and exposure. Apart from such external things, there is the daily pressure on me of concern for all the churches. 
Y'all get how this correlates? I'll, I'll, I'll press on. What motivated Paul to persevere amidst struggles? First, he had a clear, had a clear God-given goal and trusted that the Lord would enable him to achieve it. Second, the apostle felt indebted to share the life, changing truth of salvation. Third, he knew the devastation waiting those awaiting those who do not know Jesus. <laughs> Let me go back and say that again so that way y'all can like hear what I'm saying. First, he had a clear God-given trust, God-given goal, and trusted that the Lord would enable him to achieve it. Second, the apostle felt indebted to share the life-changing truth of salvation. Third, he knew the devastation awaiting those who do not know Jesus. Paul had his eyes fixed on his purpose, which he so valued that no circumstance could deter him. Ultimately, he achieved what Almighty God had ordained. The Father has great goals for his children. Striving for anything else will neither fulfill us nor achieve what he's planned on in our in our life. Once his direction is clear, we should passionately pursue God's purposes with the Holy Spirit's strength and guidance, especially when obstacles arise. Don't give up. Keyword, don't give up. See, this all ties into what the late Clinton Go what the late Quentin Groves told me in an interview in, in that interview. And and I know I, I know I go back to that interview because that interview opened up my eyes a little bit toward things. When he said, see the process See the vision and trust the process is what he said. That's what this is. Our friends at In Touch, at In Touch, basically just said this is the power of persistence. You want something in your life, you keep going for it. No matter what it is, no matter what, no matter what obstacle is thrown in your way, whether you're afraid, whether you're, whether you're you think that, you know, you've got a gift, but you've got friends who want to steer you the other way. Don't worry about your friends. Worry about what God has given you. You've got a gift. You want to go further with that gift? You keep moving, keep pushing, keep going forward. Persist in it. Strive for it. Because if you don't, who will? This is one of the things that that people get twisted and, and turned around because either they're scared or they're lazy. You can't. You got to be one or both. You got to want to strive. You got to want to. You got to want to be something more than what you are. When you have faith, you have. <laughs> when you have faith, and you have you have God on your side. Any failure that you may have or may endure will make you stronger. And if you keep going with it and you keep persisting in it, not only will you grow, 
But whatever you want to make out of your life, you you will succeed in it. I'm trying to tell you, man, that's some food. That's a, that's some <laughs> that's some heavy stuff, man. And y'all don't believe me? Look at me. Look at me. I'm telling you, man. I am a. I am. <laughs> shoot. I am tried and true. I am tried and I am true. <laughs> we'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Fresh Box and the Tailgate Crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. We're gonna talk some. We're gonna talk some Georgia high school playoffs right now. And brackets and seedings came out last night. Some really interesting matchups across all classifications. Of course, there's one extra classification this year with the advent of the seventh with the seventh class in the state of Georgia. Let's go over some of the some of the matchups for for the Georgia high school playoffs. First off, we're going to start in 7A, and 7A is deep, really, really deep. And there's 31 teams in the playoffs. Sunday, we'll find, who, we'll find out who the at-large, uh, that 32nd team is in the at-large, uh, for the at-large spot. The reason why there's an at-large spot, let, let me explain this to you, and so that way you'll understand it. Because reason one which is South Georgia, the Coswick region, the Coswick Lounge, Tift, uh, Camden region. It only has four teams in the region. Only three teams will make the playoffs in that region. So, you go by the power rankings. Power rankings uh, basically, uh, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a math to it. There's, there's some sort of math to it. Um, I've yet to understand it. I've yet to yet to know what's going on with that math. But odds are the team from region four a team from region four will probably get in and it's probably gonna be Walt it's probably gonna be Walton that's gonna get in to play McKeechan in the first round. But we got some we got some really nice matchups in the first round of playoffs and I'll start I'll start with the top right hand bracket. Um of the playoffs and and I'm just looking here and, and I'm looking at just some really heavy hitters in, in this in this bracket. The Peachtree's Archers, you know, Archer being a five and five team making it to the playoffs. I mean, out of a tough region eight, and you know, with some of these teams, nobody really wanted to play Archer. McKeeshan played them at the Corky Kill Classic this year and beat them and beat them by two touchdowns. But this is an Archer team that does does not give up on anything. They were they they were zero five coming in to region play. I'm sorry, yeah, zero five coming in region play, finished four and six. I mean that that's not a bad way to to. To go, you come in. You're playing. <laughs> you're gonna play your first round matchup against Peachtree Ridge. Peachtree Ridge is one of those teams that, if you give them an inch, they will take a mile. Looking at this bracket, Peachtree Ridge goes all the way through. You have a possibility of a Roswell, a Roswell Peachtree Ridge second round game, which should be a quarterfinal, semifinal type of game. This is this is big for Roswell. Roswell, winners of Region One, number uh, one team in the state, uh, you know, undefeated this year. They play Pebblebrook. Pebblebrook, winning winning a big matchup last night. This sets up this sets up real nice for Roswell to run the table. You know, you also got some other got some other really good teams in, in, in this in this region. North Cobb with uh, with Auburn commit Chandler Wooten, uh, Central Gannett, 
Um, the Knights have a really good team. The Lambert Longhorns moving up from 6A to 7A. <laughs> really good squad. Region winners in Region 5. Very good, very good quadrant here. Now we bump over to the right hand side. We bump over to the top right hand side, and I look at this. Re- I look at this part of the region, this part of the playoff bracket, and I'm looking at some other major hitters in, the, in this in this um in this region as well. In in this in this bracket, East Howita with with Coach Steve Partu, Steve Bardu, solid second, solid solid season at East Howita. East Coweta finishing up eight and two this year, hosting Woodstock in the first round matchup, which Woodstock, you know, at one point was in the region lead and was was competing for the region title, got blew out by Roswell, um, got blew out by Roswell, and then got beat later on in the season by Cherokee, earlier in the season by Cherokee. And also, well, they lost to Lassiter, and then they, then they, uh, they lost to Cherokee as well. So, you know, three region losses, still getting a playoff, you know, still getting, a, I'm sorry, they beat Lassiter. Uh, you know, you, 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 you lose to Roswell, you lose to Cherokee, and you beat a good Lassiter team, you know, to finish third. That's not a, that's not a bad way to go. So, I mean, did – this Woodstock team is 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 going to be a difficult out. One of the interesting, one of the interesting matchups to me is Mountain View. Mountain View, another Gwinnett County school, in the playoffs. Um, Mountain View sneaks into the playoffs from Region Six. Uh, a really solid seven and three record. Two of those losses, two of those losses were to um, Mill Creek, and uh, uh, they beat Mill Creek. And they also, um, not only did they beat Mill Creek, not only did Mill Creek beat them, but the game wasn't as close as people thought it was. The North Gwinnett game, you know, I thought they got robbed in that game myself, but, you know, that that's beyond the point. Mountain View has a chance to beat a really good Grayson team. They have a chance. Do I think Grayson will, will give them that chance? Absolutely not. I like Grayson coming out of this quadrant, but this quadrant has so many, so many heavy hitters. I mean, you've got a possibility of a quarterfinal matchup that should be a state championship matchup. You look at a possibility of Grayson, Talkwood in the semi in, in, in the quarterfinal round. Not taking anything from West Forsyth, not taking anything from Brookwood, not taking anything from from East Coweta, but. We look at this quadrant. This is probably going to be the quadrant where you're going to see a state champion come out, come out of it. Grayson, that good. Cockwood, rough, rough, rough. Beginning of the season, 0-4 to the start of the season, won six straight, won the region one championship for the third straight year. This is a team that's on the rise. Six and four, Cockwood against an under against a one loss Grayson team whose who only loss is an out of state school in IMG Academy, which beats everybody because they 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 pretty much take everybody from 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 those schools. 
Colquitt Grayson should be a quarterfinal matchup. At that, looking at this quadrant, you have some really good teams in this quadrant. Welcome back, Brookwood, to the big time. East Coweta, you know, they haven't had this type of success at East Coweta in a few years. Now that Coach Pardue has come back in, he's he's, impl- he's implemented the wing T offense with a little bit of a eye, with a little bit of the eye and 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 uh, spread concepts because of the quarterback that he has and the good running back that he has. So with East Coweta, East Coweta could be could be that wild card in this quadrant. Now we go further down, and I'm looking at I'm looking at the the bottom right hand quadrant, McEachern, Parkview, Mill Creek, Cherokee. I love I like what we have here. The at large with McEachern, McEachern will probably like I said, McEachern will probably I mean you can probably pencil in Walton, possibly. We'll find that out Sunday afternoon. But I look at some of these matchups. These are some juicy matchups coming across. You know, Parkview South Forsyth actually has a really fun, fun deal to it because we all know. I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen South Forsyth play this year. I saw them play Hillgrove. This was a team that did not look extremely ready for the playoffs, but they were ready. They, they are playoff ready. Had a chance to win the reason last night. They won their game. They finished second in the reason. Lambert won their game and won the reason. So, by tiebreaker, um, Lambert went, Lambert wins the reason by the tiebreaker because Lambert beat South Forsyth earlier in the year. So, we look at this match. I look at this this bracket. I see McKeith and Mill Creek coming through, but I will not rest on South Forsyth, but I will not rest on Parkview. The winner of that game could throw a monkey wrench into everything that happens in the 7A playoffs from here on out because South Forsyth can – South Forsyth can can play a really good McKeeson team, and they played at McKeeson. I mean, South Forsyth have played teams out of Region Three this year. They played Hillgrove and the Corky Kill. This Region Three is not. I mean, this Region Three is tough, but it's not as tough as as Region Four. Not as tough as Region Six, Seven, or Eight. Looking at Region Three, you know, we look at McKeeson. We look at North Cobb as the favorites to get through to at least the second round or quarterfinals. Now we look at we look at the other we look at the other side of this and I see I see Wheeler probably Wheeler can probably pull an upset of Cherokee. If Cherokee doesn't doesn't show up. Newton Mill Creek Mill Creek I just I, I love the defense. I love the running back. I love the, the quarterback there. Up Mill Creek, and I think Mill Creek is just too deep defensively for that to happen. So, looking at this, this quarterfinal matchup again, you have quarterfinal matchups that could be state championship matchups or state semifinal matchups. McKeeson Mill Creek, I can see that being just there. Throw in Parkview if Parkview can can show what they're worth this season. 
they they could be they could they could say something about it. So can Brookwood in the in the top half of the in the top half of the same half. So we're looking at we're looking at some some really good matchups. But the the matchups that that I really like are in this bottom left hand corner here. North Gwinnett, South Gwinnett, Region Six, Region Eight. I mean, it's a rarity that they play each other because most of the time in the old in the old six A, they would be North Gwinnett would be Region Seven, Region Six, Region Seven. I'm sorry, Region Eight. South Gwinnett would be Region Seven. So we're looking at that in a nutshell, and they don't play each other much. Now, this could be a really good matchup. This is an intriguing matchup. You know, Battle of Highway 78. You know, um, this could be a really good matchup. Lashley Westlake could be a really good matchup. Pearl Grove taking off, going down to Lounge, playing Lounge. That could be a really good matchup as well. But Lounge, I like the quarterback at Lounge. Quarterback played linebacker last year. So I'm looking at this second round matchup, Norcross Lounge in Norcross. This is this is the quadrant of death. I think the winner of the Lounge, I mean if, if Norcross gets through Milton, Lounge gets past Hillgrove, which I think they will. Lassiter Lassiter could probably get past Westlake, but I like Westlake in this mat in this, in this region in, in this quadrant as well. Westlake, you know, reason two reason two champions again for the second for the second year. Can they make that same run that they made last year when they made it all the way to the quarterfinals? That's a good question that will be asked will be asked of Westlake this year. So, if I'm looking at this bracket correctly, I'm looking at the brackets correctly. Archer Peachtree Ridge, <laughs> I mean that that's pretty much a wash. The winner of that game will make will, will play Roswell in the second round. Roswell's going to make it all the way through to the semi to the quarterfinals. They'll probably play a team like a North Cobb or a Lambert. Tiff County is no slouch. Tiff County has to drive all the way up to all the way up to um <laughs> to North Marietta to North Mar- to Marietta to play like North Cobb. So when we look at this. I look at this. I look at I look at everything that goes along with this. I see a North Cobb, a North Cobb, Lambert second round matchup. I see a, <laughs> I see a Archer, Roswell second round matchup. And Archer and Roswell played this year, and Archer beat Roswell to death. And that was a game that they that I saw on GPB. Um, shout out to the guys at GPB. Um, Got a, got a tweet read this past got a tweet read last night uh, with my picture on the tweet and uh, that was pretty awesome. I look at Roswell coming through the quarterfinals. I look at North Cobb, winner North Cobb Lambert being in the quarterfinals. I think Roswell make it all the way to the finals from there. But there's a lot of football to be played. I think Grayson and Cockwood will get through. That'll be a juicy quarterfinal matchup uh, on, on one side. I think McKeeshan and Mill Creek will get through. Um, McKeeshan, I mean, the McKeeshan winner of Parkview. 
excuse me. I think the winner of the Parkview Southwest Life matchup will give McEachin probably the run for their money. I think McEachin gets through to the quarterfinals. Newton, Mill Creek, I think Mill Creek gets through there. Cherokee should – Willer and Cherokee, they're so they're so similar in the way that they play. I see Cherokee – I see Wheeler possibly getting the upset, but I like Cherokee to get through because they're the higher seed. But I like Mill Creek. I like McEachin coming through in the court in the quarterfinals there in that bottom left hand quadrant. And also the winner of North Forsyth the, the winner of North Cross Lounge will make it all the way to the state championship game. And I do believe that. Um even though you have a team like Westlake that put together a magical run last year, I think you could probably have even a better run this year. If the ball rolls right, Lasseter, Trojan men, they are they are for they they are the real deal. You know, started undefeated, lost there the last four, made it through as a four seed. But this is a, this is a struggling team right now. They're they're struggling right now. Really want to see that match. I really want to see what Lashley does next week. I really want to see what North Gwinnett, South Gwinnett, how that matchup's gonna, how the matchup's gonna, gonna come out. Comments, Bulldogs, good matchup. So um, that's seven A there. That's the seven A uh, brackets. We'll talk about six A brackets in just a few moments. Um, but first, we're gonna take a quick station break. We'll be right back. Then we're gonna come back and talk some six A, some five A. And some foray, so y'all stay tuned.
those guys, that's mine, I don't wish I climb My old ceilings denied, the daytime arrives Your nightmares confirm, my whole tribe's alive We stay fitted for the finish, never ask why Six grades, teach telling me I can't fly My hopes reach for the ceiling with their hands high So understand, got the city on standby Finding a balance in a game that's morally wrong 5 a.m. up in the morning, we ducking the light Earn time through the habits we usually own Saving up, had to spend it on nothing, that's right That's a hell of a night The drag swimming, the aim bringing the same thing Your mind locking, the lames rocking the same plane The bed swinging, the Z's clinging the same dream A low limit what the frame brings Low limit what the frame brings We up late again, plotting on the same thing Low limit what the frame brings We up late as hell, plotting on the same thing But hold up, let them fix it in no pills, it's still limitless. <laughs> Recouping the true essence, the legends who passed on. Live forever while we reminisce. True precision, I give forever and never miss. Signature sound like signing down on a dotted wish. Seeing signs of you clown rappers on common shit. Trading in your word for green faces and diamond whips. Copping medallions while my people starve. I think the public getting blind to what honesty is. I heard life is stage play a part But we ain't trying to be a part of this comedy biz Cause ain't it funny, I'm holding like no grudges As long as your hoes love it and money just keeps coming Trying to rain on your fire by burning my whole budget A liar, well y'all liars rely on the same subject The drag swimming, the aim bringing the same thing Your mind locking, the lames rocking the same plane The bed swinging, the Z's clinging the same dreams uh, A low limit what the frame brings Low limit what the frame brings we up late again, plotting on the same thing. Low limit, what the frame brings. We up late as hell, plotting on the same thing. Plotting on the same. Plotting on the same. On the same thing. Plotting on the same. Plotting on the same. A low limit what the frame brings. A low limit what the frame brings, yeah. A low limit what the frame brings, uh. Applying on the same thing. Yeah. About to get a choir in here. Plotting on the same things. We just plotting on the same things, yeah. Plotting on the same things. We up late as hell, plotting on the same things. Trotting on the same things, trotting on the quest to with a guess, that's what the fame brings. Come and be my guest, you can get flame, man. Let me get my dragon out the den. Let me maintain the flow as I craft it with my pet. I'm a master with the rap and can't be matched by many men. Cause I passed you when I traveled down the path you've never been. Staying active with this passion, try stack up for the gen. Try snatch for the cabbage, silly rabbit with a spin. I'm a savage, call me Ben. Sending rappers turn to dirty bastards when I have to dip. Instrumentals can get ripped. Shooting lyrics off my men don't make you rap. Get the memo like I'm deadly with the clips That's the semi-automatic You can bet we bring the havoc Load the barrel, let them have it Just be sure to leave your address I'm addressing all the rappers Playing dress up You in the wrong sector Thought I'd tell you the rap game is not a pageant It's tragic Since the young and been busting bum to get out the gutter Avoiding trouble and now I'm buzzing due to this hunger I'm busting bubbles Waking brothers up from slumbers Now I'm no longer the underdog I'm heating up this summer No more dreaming Only action me My team gon' make it happen We just scheming, strategizing why you guys are steady napping? Treasure my presence like pirate chess. I'm spitting crack, release the crack. And Kyle moving back. And so I hope you rap and start it packing. Hey, uh, 
dead and evicted And even claws know that the boys' bars are gifted We making noise, neighbors might call the boys, they tripping Might leave a sticky note with a message, you just missed the tape We've been working hard, people never stop that hating Only seem to quiet down when Kyle finally elevating Early flights and elevators take me to my destination Seventeen and getting green, but we ain't even met the fame yet Bet, bet, bet it's too much money here. I mean, nobody should be hitting Lotto for $36 million and we got people starving in the streets. That is not idealistic. That's just real. That is just stupid. There's no way Michael Jackson should have, or whoever Jackson, should have a million thousand, drupal billion dollars, and then there's people starving. There's no way. There's no way that these people should own planes and their people don't have houses, apartments, shacks, drawers, pants. I know you're rich. I know you got $40 billion, but can you just keep it to one house? You only need one house. And if you only got two kids, can you just keep it to two rooms? I mean, why have 52 rooms and you notice somebody with no room? It just don't make sense to me. It don't.
Welcome back to the Press Box and the Tailgate Crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk a little bit more about these playoff brackets. Six uh, A, five A, and four A um, in the state of Georgia. Uh, I tell you, between six A and five A in the state of Georgia, I mean six A, seven A, and five A in the state of Georgia. There's really not a difference in the in the way the teams are structured. Um, other than the number of kids that are on the team. I mean, I'm looking at 6A right now, and 6A, this 6A playoff bracket is, is deep. Like, I, I, when I say deep, I mean deep. I mean, there is no Jake Fromm to be found. Uh, the Hoko Locos, Houston County, out of the playoffs, got beat last night 28-24 by region champs without Dawson. About Austin, that, that, wow. I mean, 6A for me is as deep. This is probably the deepest of all the classifications in the state of Georgia, aside from 7A and aside from, from AAA, which well, I will get to later on. And and you'll probably just, just have to listen to it um, later on. You have to call in and talk to me about that one. But – 6A for me is just deep. It's absolutely deep. First round matchups from top to bottom are just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. Um, where do I start? I mean, I guess I, I guess again I'll start I'll start with the top right hand bracket. Uh, if you go on GHSA.com and look at the playoff brackets, I'm looking at the top right hand bracket. Region eight, region eight, third place team Gainesville. They play Harrison. Gainesville coming up from five A to six A. Well, actually, actually, you know, they were a five A team, which was a second classification, second highest classification. So all they did was just bump up to six A and be in that, be in the second highest classification. Whereas Harrison was a seven, was a six A school last year, stayed a six A school this year. Um, but they do have the students to be a 7A school. Um, it's just the numbers just didn't populate correctly for them, so they just stayed where they were. Harrison, two seat, two uh, two seat out of Region Six, Gainesville. That's a really good matchup. That 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 that's a really good matchup. Two high powered offenses, two great um, Gainesville suspect on defense, uh, but can put together a defensive can put together some defensive things. Um, Harrison, really nice running game, traditional running game, but they do like to put the ball up every every once in a while. Tucker, Tucker Battle Institute, Tucker, you know they've upset some. They've upset. They've gone to Cockwood and upset Cockwood. They've gone. They've they played Kale, you know five A Kale, lost to five A Kale in the Corky Kale. So I mean, this is a really good Tucker team. I mean. Nine and one in nine and one in the season. Region four champions. Love what they've done there. Lee County, Evans, Lee County with that great with a great defensive lineman that's on his way possibly to Georgia, possibly to Alabama. He has not made a commitment either way. No, he has a visit to Alabama um in a couple weeks. So we're looking at that. Evans Lee County Evans is gonna be a good matchup. Cambridge Mays. Mays really good Mays team this year, um, as well. Alatuna Lanier, Alatuna five A champions last year, 
defending championships Lanier Longhorns. Lanier again nine and one this year. Um, Jonesboro Glen Academy, Glen Academy, Rocky Hidalgo's team. This could be the year for Glen Academy, but they've got they've got a tough road to hold because you know possible second round matchup against against Alatuna, who beat them in the state championship game uh, last year, or Lanier, who's who's always tough and always lost at the second. I mean, they don't lose regular season games. They always lose playoff games. So we look at Lanier, we look at Alatuna, we look at Glen Academy. We can't look past Jonesboro. Jonesboro's got a pretty good team as well. But Glen Academy, Rocky Hidalgo's team is just absolutely amazing. So, you know, look at that. Look at this, this part of the quadrant, uh, which is the bottom left-hand quadrant. I like Glen Academy making it through to the quarterfinals. Grovetown, Northside, Warner Robins, Hughes, Johns Creek. Johns Creek, the Gladiators, winning their first ever region championship in Region 7, 6A. They've got a good Hughes team, and a good Hughes team that was a 7A school last year that has dropped out. That was a 6A school last year that has stayed status quo, kind of like what Valdosta, kind of like what Harrison did last this past uh, cycle. So we look at John Street Hughes. This John Street team is, is explosive. Um, in every facet of the game, they're really good defensively. They're really good offensively. They're really a sound team. Grove Town, Northside, Roland Robbins. I like Warner Rob. I like Northside in this matchup. Even though they're coming in a little bit banged up, a little bit, a little bit um, withdrawn a little bit because of the way that because of the way that Region One is, and this is a good Northside Warner Robbins team as well. So we look at I look at this bottom left hand corner of this bracket. Of this bracket. This has doom written all over it. I think that the bottom left hand quadrant could be a could be a stumbling block for anybody that wants to play in the state championship game if they make it that far. I think the bottom left hand corner could make it to the state championship game. Don't discount a maze team in the in the top in the top half of the same in the top half of the same side, which is the left hand side. Do not do not look past Harrison. Do not look past Tucker. Mays, I mean, Mays, Tucker, Harrison, those have all have, I mean, a Tucker-Harrison or a Tucker-Gainesville second-round matchup could be absolutely epic, epic in proportion because the winner of that game, whoever has momentum coming out of that game, whether it's Harrison-Tucker or whether it's Gainesville-Tucker, they're going to make it all the way through to at least the quarterfinals, maybe even further to the semifinals. A good maze team is going to come out of that bottom half of the top, out of the bottom part of the top right hand bracket. So we're looking at a maze. We're looking at a maze, possibly a Tucker, possibly a Harrison, possibly a Gainesville in the in the quarterfinals. Me personally, I actually like I actually like Tucker to come through as well. Seeing Tucker in person. Seeing what they can do offensively, seeing what they can do defensively, seeing what they can do all over the field. This is a really good Tucker team. So do not take your eyes off Tucker. Radwell Institute, another team that is, that is there's no they're not shabby at all. They come out of a tough region two that has schools like <laughs> I mean there's schools like Glen like the Glen Academies, the 
the, I mean, <laughs> Richmond Hill, which is a great school, which is a great squad, and Effingham County. I mean, you've got some really good matchups here. Really good matchups. This is this is this is this is big time. This is a big time, big time bracket here. So, I look at Mays. Mays, I think Mays can get through. I think Lee County. I mean, Lee County Mays second round matchup. I like Mays because they will be the home team, and they don't have to travel from Lee's from to Leesburg. They don't have to travel to to those crazies in in Leesburg. They don't have to travel to Hawford or to they'll have to travel to Hawford or, or to over to um Avondale, wherever they're gonna play this game at, you know. They'll have to play there. And I like I said, I like Mays because Mays don't have to hit the road. I don't think they'll have to hit the road until they possibly play Tucker or they possibly, if they play Tucker, I mean that's a coin toss. They play Harrison, they'll they're at home, they play Gainesville they're at home. So it's a possibility that they could have three home games, but I think they'll definitely get two. They'll definitely get two home games. So we bump over to the right hand side of the, of the bracket, and again, we look. I'm looking at this right hand side of the bracket, top right hand side, and I can say the same thing about the top right hand bracket as I can about the bottom left hand bracket, left hand side of the uh, the left hand side, the bottom left. You have Stevenson. You have powers like Stevenson. You have Effingham County, who's who did an amazing job like this past season. Sequoia making it to the playoffs for the first time in God knows how, I mean, making it in the playoffs for the first time in a couple of weeks. Decula, who, who come down from some 6A, from from 6A to, to essentially to 6A, um, wins a region championship. Northgate Centennial is another great matchup. Northgate, you know, last Last season for a coach, for a good friend of mine um, at Northgate, um, <laughs> um, I mean, a good friend of mine, uh, Coach Walburn at uh, Northgate, um, doing pretty good last year, seven and three, great, great matchup. You know, they play a good Centennial team. Lakeside Evans, another good team from Region Three. Going up against Valdosta. I mean, Valdosta, number one team in the state, you know, winning the reason with two weeks to spare, winning the game last night against Houston County. They look really good going to the playoffs. Looking at this bracket, this is probably, I mean, like I said about the bottom left-hand bracket, I'll say the same thing about the right-hand bracket, about the top right-hand bracket. This has got, I mean, you've got matchups, juicy matchups all over the all over the place. A Northgate Valdosta, a Northgate Valdosta type type deal would be something just that would be something just serious. Or Northgate Centennial, or or a um, Valdosta Centennial matchup. That those this these three right here can make it far. Northgate made this is my finals losing to Alatuna, uh, losing to Alatuna. And we do have a caller, uh, 2253. Go ahead. What's up, the main event? This is T-Rex. Coming on What's going on? Shout out. What's going on, T-Rex? Just we want to give you a shout-out today. 
War Eagle. <laughs> War Eagle. War Eagle. We're gonna get into some foot. We're gonna get into some college football here in the next few minutes. Just, just going through some, going through the brackets here, and I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm really excited about about this year's Georgia high school playoffs, and also Alabama high school playoffs as well. Uh, congratulations to both Lynette and Lafayette for winning last night. First round matchups, uh, second round matchups um, to be determined. Uh, both of their opponents. Their games are tonight, so we'll find out who they play next week. Definitely, definitely looking forward to that. And congratulations to Lafette and Lynette. They are two area schools in our in our region here, and, and you know, you and I had talked about yesterday the possible of another dream matchup if they can meet in the state finals for mm-hmm. the two way championship. Uh, that would be so epic for this area. We definitely need, you know, we definitely need some positivity in this area. So, you know, if we had to find it through the football team and stuff like that, you know, that's just wonderful. You know, and, and, and you know, I'll, I'll skip past this. I'll, I'll finish 6A in a little bit, but I'll, I'll jump straight to 4A, and I'm looking at the 4A uh, in Georgia. Another area team, Troop. Troop went up to uh, Cartersville last night, region championship game. Didn't go so well for them, but they did make the playoffs. They will be a two seed. They will have a home game next week against West Hall. Um, I'm really looking forward to that matchup. And also um, to DJ EA, his brother's alma mater, North Hall, will play in the first round. And they'll play, I think they'll play Callaway, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. No, I'm sorry. They'll play Westminster. They'll play Westminster in the Triple A uh, first round Triple A uh, playoffs. So that's that's a good thing as well. Uh, so Callaway will play at home. Um, haven't got that far in the brackets yet, but they will play at home next week. Um, Auburn won last night um, in their first round matchup. Uh, Central Phoenix City won last night in their first round matchup, and also. Opelika won in that first round matchup. So, uh, just to give you a little heads up there, as well, you know, with the scores around the area as well. So, glad you glad you brought that up, uh, Mr. T Rex. <laughs> no problem. And also, I want to uh, wish a happy birthday to Uwe. He dropped his new solo debut album. Yeah, he did today. go solo, didn't he? Yes, it's called Urex. And also later on today. The Live by Terrence Network will have a exclusive video interview with Uwe on our new visual show called Enter the Mental. So definitely check that out. That will be available on the social media networks. You got to check it out. It's very powerful. We got very deep into his life and his way of thinking. And you definitely got to gotta uh, check that out soon. And, you know, before before I even go any further in regards to football and things like that, we we have to uh, give a special shout out to uh, Seth Morgan, Sherry, uh, Seth and Sherry uh, got a special event coming up January fourteenth. Uh, it's called the Mustache Dash. It's a five k and a fun one, a fun run walk uh, to support Sherry. In her fight against uh, in her fight against cancer, she is stage four, and uh, that, that happened with that. 
will go toward go toward them and their medical costs. So please, everybody, yeah. if you're listening to this, please um, please contribute. Please help in any way that you possibly can because I've met Sherry, I've met Seth, and, and there's some. They are probably two of the most genuinely great people in the freaking world, and um, yes. they need all the help that they could possibly get, and hopefully we can all chip in and, and help them in some sort of way. I totally agree with you, main event. Totally agree with you. Great people. Um, just an obstacle that, that has a rise in their lives, but never lose hope, because while you're here, you always have hope. And you really do. You really, really do. And, you know, like I said, man, I mean, like, I can go through, I can talk football all day long, but when it comes to life and it comes to, and it comes to things of this nature, you know, some things just have to, just have to take a step back, you know, and we have to talk about those things as well. So, you know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this as a great platform for people who, who are able, you know, to do things like we're doing, you know, we give them that avenue. So, in that regard, I just want I just want people to understand that hey, you know, this is more than just sports. This is more than just entertainment. This is this is this is real life. And um, for for those guys, you know, I, I really just want to do everything I can for them. So, uh, so let's just let's just leave it at that. And one more announcement I want to make. Well, one more announcement I want to make before um, I let you go. November the 12th, we will be honored at the Down South Independent Music Awards. So make sure if you're in the area of Valley, Alabama, or anywhere south, Atlanta, come down to Club Rock, where the Down South Independent Awards is going down the Live by Terrence Network has been honored there, and it's a privilege, a privilege and an honor to receive that. So congratulations to the main event and to everyone else that's part of our staff. God bless y'all. Hey, and uh, before you go, T-Rex, 12 o'clock game, Auburn-Vanderbilt. What's your, what's your prediction? And I, I want to hear how you think that game's going to go. Well, you know Vanderbilt, they they pretty pretty uh, defensively sound. I, I like how their defense is, is ran and coached, but their offense is kind of anemic in the sense that they can't put enough points or outscore enough uh, teams to win. So, with that being said, Auburn, one of the best offenses in the uh, conference, and also their defense is very good as well. I would pick Auburn to win by two touchdowns today. Yeah, I was thinking two touchdowns as well. But I'll give you some other reasons why I think Auburn will win. I think because because Vandy's so sound defensively in the run, in their run defense, I think you're going to see a little bit more balance from Auburn. I think you're going to see Sean White put the ball up a little bit more. We may take a couple more deep deep chances uh, throwing a deep ball. We all know that that we have a second quarterback that can get in and that can change change the game a little bit as well than John Franklin the third. 
Do I think we'll see him? I think we'll see him at some point in this game simply because we've got to keep Vandy honest in, in their in their run defense, and we also got to keep them honest in their pass defense. So when you look at it from that standpoint, and with their deficiencies in, in, in on the offensive side of the ball with Vandy, I see our defense just being just out-and-out attack-minded. I can see them going a little bit of man on defense. I can see them uh, bringing seven every time every time out because I don't think the offensive line for Vandy is as strong as, as they think they are. I agree with you, man. I definitely agree with you. But, but thank you for allowing me to come on your show, man, to kind of spread awareness for uh, – for Terry uh, mm-hmm. and also with the new video series that's coming out today, and oh, yeah, uh, I hope you have man. a I hope you have a blessed day, man. War Eagle, War Eagle, War Eagle. Also, one other <coughs> one other thing that, that that I want to talk about with you, man. I mean, we're gonna go we're gonna go a little bit off the cuff right now, and one thing I want to talk about is you know our possible our possible Friday show. I want people to know that me and T-Rex are developing a new Friday show um, yet to be named, but it will be a variety show. We will talk about everything under the sun, whether it's politics, whether it's, well, not politics, because politics gives me a bad, give me a bad taste in my mouth, but we'll talk about anything, sports, entertainment, anything you want to talk about, you know, you want to be silly on there. I mean, this is what we're going to, this is what we do. You know, we're going to show you what the Live by Tennis Network is all about. And hopefully uh, January the 7th, we, we launch that show. Well, I think it's the 6th, January the 6th, 2017. That's on a Friday. Yes, the 6th. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. So I mean I'm I'm very excited I'm very excited to to undertake that as well. I mean the Tailgate Crew, Bye Bye Terrence Network, Telling Table Thursdays, King Underground Media. I mean this is where it's at right now. And anybody who's anybody will will want to come on the show. We've had people on the show from mainstream media, from uh independent artists to to uh signed artists. So we are what we are. We are we are the network, and everybody wants to come to us. And that that's not tooting our own horn. That's just that's just fact. That's just being real. Totally agree with you, man. But we're gonna take a quick station break. We'll be right back. Terrence, would you like to stay on the air for a little while and talk and talk some college football with me? Yeah, I can stay on the air with you for a little bit. <laughs> All right, man. All right, we're, we're gonna take a quick station break. We'll be right back. Yeah, we're gonna listen to we're gonna listen to some to some Auburn guys up here. Uh, my man Q Six. Let me talk to you. Girl, let me talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Let me talk to you. 
Baby looking good, rockin' red bottles Pussy so good, give your heart problems Flyin' state to state, she ain't nothin' like a bitch She in love with me, can't sip and lean out the picture I'm fuckin' good, leave the lights on My love, do you ever dream of making love to a rich nigga? I'm stuck right, this is a sex bitch Blame it on the liquor, girl, I gotta lick it you either land with me or you playing with me. In other words, baby, are you fucking with me? I just wanna know if you fucking with me. Let nigga know, cause I really feel you. Got me Amazon, girl, what's up with you? I just wanna talk to you, girl, about the future. I put water in my chain, now I'm way, way cooler. I'ma get you high in the plant she ain't never seen. Pull up in the shit she ain't never seen. I just wanna talk to you, girl, let me talk to you. Nothing like a little baby girl, let me talk to you. Baby girl, let me talk to you. Baby girl, let me talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. Put your phone on a wall with me. I never fought with none of these lanes. Young nigga really get it. Young nigga really get it. G5 to the west side. Before I got a nigga high. But I never made you see the sky. You really ain't dabbing cause I'm fine. I just wanna talk to you, girl, about the suit. I put water in my chain, now I'm way, way cooler. I'ma get you high than a planet you ain't never seen. Pull up in the shit you ain't never seen. I just wanna talk to you. Nothing like the lead, baby girl, let me talk to you. Smoking on some shit from the west side. I'ma get you high than the east side. Bullin' with the niggas on the right side. I'm the type of nigga that'll keep it right. Pull up at the red light. I'ma drop the top of the hair right. She ain't nothing like no mother bitch. She fell in love with a real nigga All the dribble got me fucking with her Baby girl, no, I'm fine I just wanna talk to you, girl, about the future I put water in my chain, now I'm way, way cooler I'ma get you high in the planet she ain't never seen Pull up in the seat she ain't never seen I just wanna talk to you, girl, let me talk to you Nothing like the last baby girl, let me talk to you Baby girl, let me talk to you Baby girl, let me talk to you I just wanna talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. Put your phone on a wall with me. I never fought with none of these lanes. Young nigga really get it. Young nigga really get it. G5 to the west side. Before I got a nigga high. But I never made you see the sky. You really ain't dabbing cause I'm fine. Red bottom slippers, she my Cinderella. Magic City, G5, shout about whatever. She focused by getting in, I worry about you bitches. A vision on paper, no time for the haters. Shots on dead, baby girl, turn up with me. Once you gon' turn up with me, now if I check, got me ballin' like Petey, Orlando, my city, let's get it, we livin', we gon' make a movie, no matinee, Kim K, Ray J, way before Kanye, send it my city, we fuckin' till Monday, put your phone down and walk with me, Molly got me geek, want you talk to me, run a game like 2K, but we look out it a long way, talk to the girl about the future, I put water in my chain, I'm way, way cooler, I'ma get you high than a planet she ain't never seen, Pull up in the seat, you never seen. I just wanna talk to you, girl, let me talk to you. Nothing like the last baby girl, let me talk to you. Baby girl, let me talk to you. Baby girl, let me talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. Put your phone on a wall with me. Phone on a wall with me. I never fought with none of these lanes. Young nigga really get it. Young nigga really get it. G5 to the west side. Before I got a nigga high. But I never made you see the sky. You really ain't dabbing cause I'm fine. Welcome back to the Fresh Box and the Tailgate Crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event, we in the building. 
We in my press box, and I also have the man, the matriarch, the patriarch of of the Live by Chance Network and of the Tailgate Crew, my man T Rex. T Rex, what's going on, buddy? What's up, man? Happy to be here. Happy to talk some college football with you. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, 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 man. We got some, we like I said, we got some big time matchups coming up. Uh, Auburn number. In, uh, in the initial college football playoff poll, uh, they played Vanderbilt. Uh, again, uh, Vanderbilt, Auburn play today at 12 o'clock ESPN. I'm sorry, uh, SEC Network. Um, now, here's one of the games that I, that I really want to talk about. And it's the Alabama-LSU matchup. Number one at Alabama. 20-something game winning streak. Who really cares what kind of winning streak they're on right now? But Alabama, LSU, give me your thoughts on the T-Rex. It's always hard to play in Death Valley. And it's always hard to play in Death Valley at nighttime. And the way this game has gone over the years, it's going to be very close. I won't won't say it will be a last play that will uh, determine the game, but it's going to be very close. And I know Alabama, they are, uh, I think, a single-digit favorite for this game. Mm, I think it's like four points. Yeah, so the thing thing Alabama has to worry about, LSU kind of has opened their playbook up a little bit. They're not just a a running team. They kind of have balanced themselves out. But – at the same time, they really haven't played any top tier teams, even though they, you know they have gone three and zero with Coach Orgeron. But now they're gonna face their toughest test, and also his job is on the line as a coach. If that somehow if they can beat Alabama, he definitely is gonna get a contract and become officially the full time coach at LSU. But I, I, as much as I like Coach O, I really don't see that happening because Alabama. Front seven is probably one of the best front sevens you will ever see in college football. And also that offense is gelling together as well with the two freshmen, Jalen Hurts, and also all those receivers that he has at his disposal. I really see Alabama winning this by at least 10 points. Yeah, and I agree with you. And and I'll, I'll go to the flip side of that. In order for LSU to to win this game, They've got to get some stops. They've got to get some stops. They've got to – the secondary has to be solid. And that's the – this is, this, is this is a game where I think it's going to be strength on strength is what they're going to do. Alabama can run the ball, but they can also throw the ball just as well as they can, as they can, as they can run the ball. With LSU, Danny Edling can throw the ball. You also can run the ball with Leonard Fournette. What Al- what Alabama's gonna do with LSU? They're gonna attack them with the run, and then they're gonna try to go over the top. They're gonna use that read option with Jalen Hurts, whereas LSU, they're gonna stick to the they're gonna stick what got them to the what got them to the dance. They're gonna be open. Emsinger's gonna open up the playbook just a tad bit, but what's gonna make them click is if that offensive line can get pushed on that front seven and get Fournette going. That gets the passing game going. 
that gets the defense going. It's going to make this game very close, and it's going to it's going to spread it out, make it a long game, make it a time possession type type deal. If you I mean if you look at it from that standpoint. And what else? And the other thing that's going to happen in this matchup is when you have elite receivers like like what LSU has, as opposed to what to what all to what they've had in the past few years with just the single guys like Beckham Jr. and and uh, Brandon LaFell and players like that. You've got a collection of receivers this year at LSU that can get the job done. It's not just one. It's, it's it's three and four, just like just like with Alabama. There's three and four receivers. What it's gonna make this game really really interesting though. The X factor for me is the quarterback. Is the quarterback play? Will Will LSU's front seven get to Jalen Hurts? Will they finally punish him in those zone runs? I mean, nobody's has nobody has hit Jalen Hurts as hard as as Ole Miss did. And we saw what he does. He's resilient. But if he continues to get hit over and over and over in this game, will that take a toll on him mentally as it will physically? That's the question that we all have here. Well, you know, any teams that play LSU, man, it's going to be a dog fight, man versus man, heavyweight championship type bout where you're going to have hard hits and and Tempers flaring because Alabama and LSU is one of the great rival games in college football. So they're gonna lay it all on the line. Um, Alabama again, I, you know, I have them winning, but them, those guys are gonna feel it. They're gonna feel those hits. And so Jalen Hurts, he, he's really gonna be playing against a very physical defense. And but with his elusiveness, I think he will be able to overcome it and be able to avoid some of those hits. But it's going to be very tight and very close. And this game very well could be LSU winning. But I do think Alabama will pull this out. But it's going to be a dog fight down in, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana tonight. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Now, moving forward, and we're, we'll talk about Nebraska, Ohio State. Nebraska got exposed a little bit last week. Got exposed against uh, Wisconsin a little bit. They're not as strong defensively as they as they seem to be, but they're very sound. Ohio State was just exposed, period. They're not as strong. They're not as mentally strong as we thought they were. Your thoughts? Well, I, I really, I really feel like Ohio State, Nebraska. That's that's gonna be a good matchup. Nebraska, they still, man, that program used to be so stored. And I know, I know, people still feel like that it's one of the stored programs, but they have suffered a lot, and they, and like you said, they were exposed. But we talking about Ohio State. Ohio State has been the example of college football for many years since Urban Meyer has has you know stepped on that sideline, along with Alabama. I can't see Ohio State slipping up again this year. I can see them finishing the season with only one loss and maybe an outside shot of making the playoff. 
But you know I gotta go with you know I gotta go with Ohio State, man. The Ohio State University. You know, if this game was played in Lincoln, I would give the edge to Lincoln because I because I love that home field advantage. But this game isn't is in Columbus and it is at the at Horseshoe. And one of the things that I saw last week that I didn't see in the Penn State game was the fact that JT Barrett actually went back to the basics. He didn't try to overthrow the ball. He didn't try to he didn't try to do too much in a hostile environment. He went he pretty much stayed to himself. This game, he's gonna have to come out of that shell just a tad bit. He's gonna have to get some plays done with his feet. That's the same thing with Tommy Armstrong Jr. We've seen him progress from a freshman who was very careless with the ball, throwing balls that he had no business throwing, and making just out-and-out mental mistakes. A couple of weeks ago against against Wisconsin, he didn't make the mental mistakes. He was forced into those mistakes. Where at the front seven for Wisconsin exposed him again to some of his inaccuracies. And that what that's what led to the downfall last week, uh, and that's what led to the downfall in overtime. Now, we look at any Mike Riley team that's that's coached, and this is a Mike Riley who is a Bear Bryant disciple. He played for Bear Bryant at Alabama. Any Mike Riley coach team is going to be fundamentally sound. They may not be the best. They may not be the best athletically, but you're going to see them be sound. And this is the first year that he's had, that he's had a sound football team with the talent that he's had. And this is some good talent at, at, at Nebraska. Do I think Nebraska will win this game? No. Do I think Nebraska will get blown out? Not necessarily. But if they don't if they don't get the stops and they don't get on the board early and assert themselves, this could be this could get real ugly. But I'm looking at a two touchdown win for for Ohio State. Yeah, that sounds about fair. Uh, two touchdowns. I, I agree with you on that as well. You know, and, and you know another thing. If we if we go back and we look at what Ohio State's done this year, we look at their the schedule. I mean, in the teams they played, this Nebraska. It seems like this will be an easy win on paper. I surely hope so. <laughs> I think everybody surely hopes so. To be honest, I think everybody thinks that this will be an easy win. You know, for for. Uh, for Nebraska, I mean for Ohio State, but you know this, this, this some of these some of these matchups today is just it's not a it's, I mean I wouldn't call it a weekday for college football, but I would call it one of those days where it's just it's just a relaxed day because we all know the 12th and the 19th is going to be really really busy, and those are going to be the judgment type the judgment day type games that we're going to be seeing. 
But I do have an upset alert for you, though. 3.30 game, Clemson-Syracuse. I think Clemson can pull off an upset. I mean, I'm sorry. I think Syracuse can pull off an upset. Yeah, I mean, Clemson, they're not the Clemson of last year, how they were just dominating everybody, winning about three touchdowns. Their games they've been in this year, the teams they have faced have been very competitive. And I can very well see this being an upset alert. But Clemson, they're on a mission. And they, and they felt like they got – I ain't going to say they got robbed of the national championship. They should have won the national championship. And I think they have something to prove from that into this year. As long as they're winning, they are still in it. And I think they're going to end up finishing this season undefeated. And have another shot at the playoffs again. And then maybe at this time, you know, they'll be able to do what they need to do in the national championship game if they can make it that far. This is true. But this is very true. Syracuse up and coming team. I like them. I like Babers. I like I like like his coaching philosophy. But I just don't see them winning this game at all. <laughs> I mean I, I can see them winning this game because of the pace that they play that they play. They play faster than most. With the spread offense, they want to have the ball down, snapped within 17 seconds. Whereas most most of the teams want it to be run in 21, 22, 23 seconds. He feels like you give them 17 seconds, they get lined up, they get the ball snapped, they can catch you every time. So you know the speed of the speed of their offense. As opposed to everybody else who runs the spread, this could be this could be very very good. Could be a very good game. Could be close. I think it'll be closer than people think. I mean, I think Clemson will win this game, but I'm also putting them on upset alert because this is a Syracuse team that's played better and better as the season's gone by. And they still have a chance to win seven eight games. So I mean. Yeah, I hear your argument, but I still don't see them winning today. I mean, I don't see them winning either, but I, I see where the upset could come in. So, you know. Right. But um, I feel you, though, the main event. I feel you, though. I feel you. <laughs> This be, but you know, like like you were saying today, the games kind of lackluster, except for you know the big game of the night or the big game of the day with uh, Alabama LSU. We need some excitement and maybe an upset, you know, just to kind of kind of shake up the playoffs and then, you know, with the new rankings coming out Tuesday, that that would be a major, major blow to the playoffs and then. We love to talk politics as far as sports and who should be ranked this and that. That definitely would be a topic of conversation in college football and all sports if Clemson would go down today. I would definitely, I would definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you. We're gonna take a quick session break, but before we take a quick session break, T Rex, I want to thank you for being a part of the show. Any, any last words and any, and what do you have going on on? King of Underground Media, and also Turntable Thursdays this week. 
Well, before I say anything, I want to say thank you to the main event for allowing me to come on your show. Um, we got new shows coming up. King Underground Media will be back on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. And then also, I will be hosting Turntable Thursdays at 8 p.m. on Thursdays. Uh, we're changing the time from 7.30 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursdays for that show. And then also, uh, we have the visual show, Into the Mental, which is pretty much an in-depth, more closing questions to whoever's been interviewed to you know, get a better knowledge of who, who that person is and you know, just kind of see where their mindset is, you know, pertaining to the career and whatever walks of life that they are going through. So um, we have those shows going on. And then we also have the always trending, the tailgate crew show every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern time with the main event. So I definitely want to thank you for that, man. Thank you to Blog Talk for that acknowledgement as well. But my closing words is, I just want to say I love my family, my wife. I always keep God first. I love my friends as well and everybody else in this world. And, you know, have a God-blessed day. There you have it from the from the man himself, Mr. T-Rex. T-Rex, uh, hope to hear from you again this weekend. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably end up talking again today, later on today. So have a good weekend, man, and uh, War Eagle. War Eagle.
Welcome back into the Press Box and the Tailgate Crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. We're in the Press Box, my Press Box. We, we, we're looking out upon upon the field today, and and uh, I'm just I'm just very excited about not only about what's about to happen with in the playoffs uh, in Georgia, but you know playoffs around the state, around other states, Texas. Um, I mean. I'm filling out my brackets for those as well. I mean, so much is going on uh, in regards to football, man, and that's just, this is just an awesome thing, and um, it's an awesome thing to be. You know, I hate that I hate that the season's ending, but this is the time of year where it gets really exciting. I mean, um, you know, that final five six weeks of the season. I mean, this is this is very it's exciting, but it's also sad in a way because you know. You get so excited to to be a part of it for those first few weeks of the season, and then as the season like starts dwindling down, you get sad, you know, you get depressed. But it's so exciting at the same time because you get these high school playoff games going, and and you see all these all these matchups that you would never normally see, you know that you're seeing now, I mean, and, you know, it's like I said, man, like, it's so, I mean, it's so just crazy, just to look, I mean, just to look at, just to look at all of these brackets that, that I've filled out so far, man, and, and just, I, I'm just excited, I don't know how else to put it, I mean, I really don't, and to see, you know, the schools around this area, um, see some of the schools around this area just do some of the things that they're doing right now. Like like I said, like Lynette out like Lynette uh high school in in this area, Lafayette High School in this area, Auburn and Opelika in this area, Beauregard, which is from this area, Central Phoenix City. Um I can go on and on. I mean from this area from the Valley area as a whole. I mean and then go down to the Columbus area and you got north side of Columbus Carver um, making the playoffs. Um, I mean, Shaw probably probably in the playoffs. Um, I haven't even filled out the the single A brackets. Uh, the power rankings haven't come out for the single A brackets yet, but I can tell that that's going to be exciting as well. So I mean, co- I mean, college football, high school football as a whole um, for the next for the next six seven. Uh, eight weeks for me is just going to be absolutely just just top draw epic. I mean, that's all I can pretty much say about it. I mean, and I'm looking at, like I said, I'm looking at some of the some of the college football matchups today, and and some of the matchups that that happened over the past week, and and <coughs> and I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about if I really didn't talk about the college football playoffs. Um, you know, I mean, Alabama won, of course. Uh, Clemson two, I'm sorry, Michigan two, um, Clemson three, and and A and M four. With Washington State, Washington State five, Ohio State six, um, and Auburn nine. You know, I mean, nobody's hotter than Auburn right now. And I thought that Western Michigan would be higher than 23. I thought I thought Boise State 
would be out of the top 25. I, I mean, Western Michigan, to me, is probably a better team than most. They're 2-0 in the Big Ten West. I don't see how how the committee could say that the strength of schedule isn't in, in indicative of what they've done. I think it could be higher. I think if you don't have – I think if you look at the premier mid-major programs right now, I can see a Western Michigan, and this is a this is a Western Michigan squad that's not going to lose much, if anything, next year. Um, I think their quarterbacks are seen. I think the quarterbacks are senior this year. Then they have a quarterback that's coming in right behind him that's going to be just as good that we've seen play, and that's Joe Flacco's little brother. And and we haven't seen him throw the ball yet because he's in mop-up duty, but we've seen him run the ball, and he can definitely run the freaking ball. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at Western Michigan being one of those schools that, that's going to just get better. And not only are they going to get better, but they've got a top 30 recruiting class coming in this, this uh, winter. I mean, and then we also look at we also go down the line and we look at Oklahoma. They played Thursday and they and they're getting stronger. I mean, with with Kyler Murray coming in last spring and 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 showing everybody what he can do, and then the fact that Baker Mayfield may be able to play next year if he decides to come back next year. You know, looking at that, Ohio Iowa State, they're going to get better under Campbell. Seventh win this year. They haven't won more than seven games in a season in a decade. So we're looking at Colorado doing great things. We're looking at Boise State last night, 145 to 31. I mean, <laughs> we'll go on and on and on. I mean, Louisville doing their thing. And then they've got, they're probably going to have a Heisman Trophy finalist in, in uh, Lamar Jackson. Wisconsin, they play Northwestern today at Ryan Field. I mean, this could be a make-or-break game type game for Northwestern uh, in, in regards to getting into getting into uh, a bowl game. I mean, Georgia Tech, North Carolina. I mean, we're looking at that game as well. This is a game where where North Carolina can get back to get back to seven wins again, and look at Georgia Tech to get bowl eligible. You know, after last year's debacle. I mean. There's so many different games that, that just go on and on. I mean, TCU Baylor, I mean, this has big implications on in, in the Big 12 because you still got a chance for a Oklahoma, for Oklahoma, West Virginia, <laughs> Baylor three-way tie. I mean, there's so much, there's so much emphasis in, in this. 12 o'clock game, again, Texas to Texas Tech, another game with bold implications written all over it. Also, you know, can Texas maintain that that momentum that they, that they gathered when they beat Baylor last week? Can they keep that momentum? That's another big question. We look at I mean, we look further down. I mean, we I can look at all these matchups right now, and I'm looking at them, and I'm thinking to myself, these are some good matchups. Wyoming, six and two. You know, former North Dakota State head coach Craig Bowl has finally got his mark, made his mark on Wyoming. Um, 
This is a good. This is a really good game. Uh, Utah State. This is a really good Utah State. This is a Utah State team that lost a lot last year. That lost a lot from last year's team. That's gonna play Wyoming. Wyoming. This is a chance for them to get into a New Year's Six type type deal as well. If they can win, if they can win out. Another. Uh, that, that's another good good reason for to watch this matchup. San Diego State, Hawaii, another good game. I mean, Hawaii, you know, the the four and five record is not indicative of what they put on of what they put on the field. This is a good Hawaii team, and they're only going to get better under Nick Rolovich, like their like like their chances. Georgia, Kentucky, again, we look at Kentucky and we look at Kentucky and Georgia. Kentucky is is on fire right now. They've won four straight. Georgia is sliding. Georgia is, isn't. They're not playing with the same fire that they normally play with. This is this is what we're talking about with Georgia. Um, Oregon USC. This this game doesn't have the fire that that it normally has because Oregon's kind of down this year. Um, I mean, Tennessee Tennessee Tech. That's homecoming for Tennessee. Um, you know. Games like that, Missouri, South Carolina, that's the Columbia Cup. I mean, that Missouri's down this year. You know, they lost a lot, and they're playing with under first-year head coach. I mean, and so is so is South Carolina. So, I mean, you can't really, you know, they, they really balance themselves out in that matchup. Fresno State, Colorado State, Mike Bobo's got things going there. Um, Fresno State's possibly going to be looking for a head coach uh, after the season. And rumors are is that Lane Kiffin will be offered the head coaching job. Also, Jeff Tedford is also um, Jeff Tedford is another name that keeps popping up in the Fresno State conversation as well. So let's stay tuned and see what happens with Fresno State because if Fresno State goes out and gets a Lane Kiffin, they go out and get a Jeff Tedford. This is a team that will compete for <laughs> for New Year's Six bowl game next year. This team is way too talented to be one and eight. They're way too talented. Um, I, I can go on and on about some about some of these other matchups, and it's so. I mean, again, Arizona, Washington State. I mean, Arizona's down. A lot of injuries have just injuries have just murdered Arizona this year. Whereas Washington State. They finally got it together under Mike Leach. They finally got a good defense to go along with that explosive offense. You know, so this is a good this is a good Washington State team against a good Arizona team that that their record doesn't show. You know, it, it's that bad. Maryland, Michigan. DJ Durkin coming home to Michigan, trying to get Maryland bowl eligible. Maryland started off really good, five and zero. I'm sorry, uh, four and one. They've lost two of the last three, but Michigan, I, 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 Michigan, Michigan is going to be too much. Uh, again, Michigan will be way too much for for Maryland to handle. Um, and Michigan is actually looking forward to to that matchup. Um, that matchup on November 26th against that team down there. So, um, that being said, but, um, 
<laughs> before before we go, man, once again, um, I want people to to um go check out, and I want people to um support Sherry and and uh, and Seth uh, with the mustache dash. 5K fun run walk. Um, fun run walk. Uh, January 14th at um, at the Landell Mill Farmers Market in uh, in, in Valley, Alabama. Um, all proceeds go toward helping helping them out in regards to the medical bills and things of that nature. So, and these are, uh, again, these are some great people. Uh, that I've had the that I've had the fortunate um, time of of, um, of getting to know and, and actually having uh, having some fun with them. Um, they're also a small business owner, so if you um, if you guys uh, want to go see them, they I mean they've got they've got some great things there as well. Um, Seth does some great things uh, with computers. Uh, matter of fact, he's gonna be. I'm gonna be having him fix the computer for me uh, as well. So here in the next couple of weeks. Um, again, this this is a very important undertaking for everybody involved. I mean, Sherry, uh, she has stage four cancer, and um, just want to make things work for her, get everything done, and and just you know. Just, um, you know, just just make those days count for her, you know, and um, hopefully everything works out. You know, paying for her, paying for everybody involved. Also, man, um, like T. Rex said earlier, the entire the entire walk, um, the entire network, we're gonna be honored. Um, the Down South Independent Music Awards, man. Uh, here in, in here in the in the area, very excited about that as well. Congratulations to T Rex. Congratulations to uh, Kid Retro, uh, the admin Wendy, uh, Casey Cordier, everybody who's involved in the network, man. And and you know we we do big things. And like I said, man, this is not tooting our horn. This is just us being us. And um. Things like that happening. Special thank you to GPB again. Um, had a um, tweeting out and uh, getting my and, and then getting my uh, playoff brackets ready for this morning. Um, <laughs> I took a picture and uh, sent it sent it in to uh, Mr. John Nelson, uh, GPB's very own John Nelson. Um, he um, he retweeted it and then. It got read on. It got read online uh, on the call. So um, it got read on, on live TV. So very excited about that. Again, man. Um, just just keep keep life in perspective. And when you keep life in perspective, everything happens for a for a good reason. And if you if you love somebody, tell them you love them. If you if you're afraid, say that you're afraid. But don't let the fear of anything stand in the way of what you really want. I mean, because I've done that a lot, and 
and I, I just say this it's not really a not really a fun thing, you know. So, but um, we gonna get out here a few minutes earlier today. Um, everybody, just be responsible in everything you do. Um, pray for uh, pray for your family, and, and you know, don't go to bed mad. When you go to bed mad, I mean, bad things happen, and um, you'll never get that chance to tell somebody that, that you love them if, if they if they leave you. So, that being said, man, everybody be careful this weekend. You know, going out, so go out, support your local, support your local uh, teams, and and uh, let's go tailgating. Yeah, man. Hey, yo, T, I think, uh, I think we can keep this one slow. Make it easy to ride to. Yeah. You know, sometimes I look around and I think, like, maybe I am out here on my own. Yeah. Gotta find something. Oh, I can't? But I can try, right? Yeah. Well, what then? You know that ain't so bad. Yeah. I told a girl I love her, you stand on your own. But you ain't gotta deal with these cameras alone. From the beginning, see, I learned how to manage my own. Became the boy, and then I turned to a man on my own. The lone wolf for the pack, moving through hella crap. Down to earth, so it's only natural I hold you down. Now you the one I picture when I roam around And the summer I'm falling for you is going down Yeah, staying stuck in this season of mine And I've been shining to the point that my reason is blind Think I'm the one, now that's just something I'm reaching to find Out of control, but yo, that shit that I still been denying Yeah, the light's down, but we staying up And looking back where I started, my only way is up Weight of the world, but I lived it before the weight is up And still myself the one and only that I came to trust Now that's some crazy luck yeah. Let it rock. But you want some soul shit. Yeah. Uh, and she just keeps saying. You can't rescue me. Oh, nah. You know what? Maybe you're right. Well, what you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. I never really thought realistic Cause when it comes to my vision, man, only I can see it Said only I can reach it And I'm just praying by the time that I'm gone I'll be hearing spirits so you can hear this Yeah, well these rappers stuck on the same product Tell them forget it, ain't hard to tell that they ain't got it Simple and plain, I'ma leave this world with my name on it Knowing it's easy to hate the plane when you ain't on it Riding, whipping through the horizon My time and it's something better than it's ever been They call me Wolfie from how I'm plying on hella biz Hip-hop's alive and I'm here to show you the evidence
back to the wall where I started back in the day. I was pushing maximum effort and pulling minimum weight. Trying to show the all those around me that I can stand on my own. Now I swear I'm afraid of nothing. I'm screaming after the phone. While I'm busy pulling my fam up an animal. How I ran up the standards of how we live it. It's funny they pull the camera. The picture how I'ma get it when years I've been in my zone. And it's just how I started by killing this on my own. My word is my bond. And I'm just out on my own.